Everybody. Hello there. Welcome to another episode of Talking Upstream with some nobodies. My name is Zach. And I'm Dylan. And like I just said, we're some nobodies and we're bringing to you one of our new shows, Talking Upstream. Yes. So Talking Upstream is a 90 minute writer's room simulation where Zach and I will come to each show at the start with an idea. That idea is minimally developed. We haven't really talked about them. We haven't really written anything down. We discuss them briefly on the show. We put them up on the whiteboard, and then we choose one, mm -hmm. and then across the rest of the show, we use that whiteboard and our own creative ideas to push that into something that is more developed than when we came here. Ideally, something that we can either produce or pitch to other people to produce. Yeah, true. And if you remember last week, uh, I think Dylan pitched the idea of, it was Ghost World, yeah. uh, Reincarnation, we end up calling that skit uh, Poltergeist. Poltergeist. Yeah, and um, Dylan wrote a little bit of a script for that. We'll get to that soon. Mm -hmm. um, but how you doing? I'm all right. You okay? Yeah. This is the first Sunday where I haven't had a commitment before this. Yeah. So I'm a little higher energy than usual. That's I true. don't know how that's going to come across. Yeah. Uncharted territory. Yeah. yeah. Usually you're pretty bad because Quibi hasn't contacted me. I know. You, so I was curious. Yeah. How about yourself? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Hanging in there. I'm always hanging in there, All right. like a kitten. Yeah. Hang in there, baby. Oh, yeah. I yeah, remember that from yeah. The Simpsons. Yeah. Have you heard of an app called Pod Room? Uh, only from you. That's true. I talk about <laughs> a lot. Uh, if you like podcasts, check out Pod Room. Uh, anyway, okay, let's go on with the show. Um, so, like I said earlier, last week we went over what we called Poltergeist, and it was the idea of a ghost that in order to reincarnate, they would need to be there at uh, conception or at birth. I, I think we just I think we end up at birth. Yeah, it makes more yeah. sense. And uh, this was the day that someone passes away that they were looking at taking over, <laughs> I guess, yeah. uh, a newborn baby. So yeah. um, do you want to set this clip up? So in Poltergeist, the idea is that two ghosts have been following this family around a little bit. Um, and they have not had a child yet, but they've been trying to help them. And on the night of what they suspected would be a success, they are instead the ghost been before he can make it back to his wife yeah they discuss a little bit about his reality of being dead now and then he is going to be greeted by effectively a chaperone spirit who takes him to the afterlife and then two ghosts are left kind of wondering what's next yeah um so let's see i will be reading the stage directions i can read for <clears throat> i think horus yeah and Uranimos. sure uh zach if you would like to read for jedediah robert and abigail yeah all right so here we are a sample scene from poltergeist Fade in. Exterior. Farmhouse evening. Master Robert. Master Robert should have arrived already. Perhaps he's been waylaid upon the road. Interior. Farmhouse hallway. We see a rustic farmhouse hallway. Two ghosts hover outside the door to the bedroom. Jedediah stands tall while Horace pretends to lean against a wall. Are you Horace? Am I Horace? Hmm? I am Horace. My mistake. Should we perhaps check the room? Perhaps he's already entered and we missed him? Don't be foolish. We have stood watch all evening. And besides, who can say what state the lady may be in? 
It may not be gentlemanly. I suppose I should be proud of you maintaining your honor past your untimely demise. All demises are timely, my boy. There's a disturbance behind the pair as a ghostly figure rises from the stairs. It is Robert, though his form is incorporeal and wispy. Ooh, good word. I do not think the families of those who have passed would agree. It is not a mortal being's place to question how a world turns. Ahem! Jedediah and Horus startle and yelp. Who are you two, and what are you doing in my home? Jedediah and Horus look Robert's ghost up and down. I say this is unfortunate. What happened? What do you mean? I finished my shift at the mine, and now I'm back here. Who are you, and why are you in my home? Where's my wife? Jedediah and Horus exchange nervous glances. Well, I see no use in back the truth. Then feel free to loose the first shot. Master Robert, dear boy, you... Through some unfortunate event, you have shed your mortal coil and transferred your existence into the next state of being. That is, death. I'm what? Perhaps a measure more tact could have served. What do you mean I'm dead? How do you know who I am? Who are you? Well? I suppose answers are in order. I think it may be best to answer them in reverse. Uh, first, my name is Horace Abernathy. Once of New Amsterdam, dead of exposure after having my foot caught in my own bear trap. My well-meaning compatriot is the late Jedediah Yoder, yeoman of eastern Tennessee somewhere? Sycamore Shoals. Ah, but today they call it Elizabethtown. You must do your best to stay up to date, Jed. As Jedediah and Horace explain, Robert's gaze grows more and more distant. Second, we know who you are because we've spent the previous few years haunting the area and... To be quite honest, your neighbors are far less interesting than you and your wife. Abigail? Abigail, yes. And finally, we are in your house because, well, we have become rather invested in the goings-on of you and your young wife. You two have been watching me and my wife for how long? My dear Robert, you must understand. Time, such that it is, for those is such a state of ours, is rather malleable. Malleable? Able to be formed into different shapes, yes. Not a perfect explanation, but an evocative phrase for your new status in the universe. Yes, you see, dear Robert, I myself have first exposed to true nature of the afterlife after an unfortunate incident involving those blasted redcoats. And as uh, Jedediah fades out, we slow zoom on Robert's face as his explanation goes on, and it is replaced by an increasing ringing. And the ringing is cut short. Jed, I think you're boring him. Perhaps it would be best to have a professional explain it. Ah, yes. The instructor's mantle does still drape easily about my shoulders after all these years. Let us call in a more skilled chaperone. Jedediah holds up a hand and snaps his fingers. There's nothing for a moment. And then thunderous hoofbeats sound out in the hallway. Robert cowers. Jedediah looks excited. Horace looks apprehensive. The hallway begins to shake. What? Uranimos, a horse that's on fire, charges through the end of the hallway towards Robert, Jedediah, and Horace. Robert cowers as the fiery horse stops just short of them and rears onto its hind legs before it settles down. Wherefore hast thou summoned me? screaming. Hello, old boy. You've a new compatriot for you to take to registration. Died in the mines, I believe, though I do think the boys down at processing will find out for sure. <laughs> Robert continues screaming. <laughs> Thy compatriot begets a mighty noise. You! Robert stops screaming, clearly disturbed at being addressed by a talking horse that's on fire. He stops screaming. 
Halt thy riotous uproar, or thou shalt make the journey to Tartaros within mine gut. Uh, what? Uranimus opens his mouth to show his fangs and I shall devour thy form entire and deposit upon the doorsteps of the afterlife. Uranimus, would you please dispense with the theatrics and simply escort the man to process in? Uranimus's flames did red eyes turn to normal horse eyes. His action changes from archaic and esoteric to proper high class. Humph. Very well, though I do think it unreasonable to have a little bit of fun with the new ones. <laughs> Uranimus tosses his head and a ghostly doorway appears like a monolith in the center of the hallway. An unseen force turns the doorknob and the door opens to show a black nothing. Proceed. The receptionist will greet you shortly. Will that be all? Horace and Jedediah look at each other. Robert looks at the doorway, skeptical. I suspect that will do it, Euronimos. Very well. Euronimos raises his head as if listening to a distant voice. His eyes turn red once more and its mane and tail turn to flame. His voice takes on the infernal tone once again. I must my leave. Townshend is retreated to cut, and I must suspect I will soon require my assistance to sort the remnants. Euronimos rears onto his hind legs Started on the hallway before fishing in a flash of fame. The other three wait for a moment. The door still stands open. Well, on you go, sir. The fine folks on the other side will be far more equipped to answer questions than either of us. Robert, back in possession of his thousand-yard stare, looks at his old bedroom door, then simply nods and proceeds through the other door, which shuts behind him. I do not much like Uranimos. One does not always need to like those they work with. The theatrics always feel unneeded. Let the thing have its fun. There is a noise from the bedroom door before it opens. Abigail stands there in a nightrobe. She looks worried and nervous. Robert, are you there? There's no response. Jedediah and Horace, unseen, watch her shut the door, disappointed. Poor thing. <sighs> she is a kind woman. I suspect she will recover appropriately. <sighs> Shall we see if we can not find more for our return? Horace looks at the bedroom door wistfully. <sighs> I suppose. Which shall we visit first, hospital or a brothel? Let us start with the hospital. There is no reason we cannot still be gentlemen about this. Horace nods and the two ghosts turn and float out of the farmhouse. Interior farmhouse bedroom later. We see Abigail on the corner of her bed. She looks out the window at her field and in the distance we see a plume of smoke from the mine. Fade out. Hmm. That was cool. Thank you. I like Euronymous. Yeah. I wasn't uh, I wasn't expecting that. I was trying to think of something theatrical to represent like the you know, try to do the, the boatman like Sharon from yeah. Greek mythology, but do it a little, you know, have some fun with it. Yeah, of course. And um, I think we decided that this media would probably be best served if it were a comic, a comic book. book. So. so I wrote this as a film script, but the crossover between comic book script and film script is yeah. Um, in comic book form, the writer actually has far more control over how it's portrayed. Okay. Because you actually map out panel by panel instead of shot by shot. Now, would that be the same thing as writing a regular script before the storyboarding? Yeah, I guess. Suppose yeah. I suppose so. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm, cool. Yeah. Hey, good script, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, right, now we're on we to are. our now we're on to our the, the meat of the show, yes. which is where we bring two ideas together and we decide one of them to go through and try to figure out how to make us an actual story. And last week, the one that did not win, which we kept up on the board, is Appeal. Uh, that's what we named the one where it was the story of how technology can be misinterpreted. Yeah. Uh, the story was that a person who has, like, you know, Google Lens or what, what is it called? Google Glass? Glass? Yeah. Yeah. How that would start, with the help of biometrics, start telling a, a human what it would need. And now if a person doesn't understand how to decipher the tech... Things can go wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that was cool. It's pretty fun sounding. Yeah. yeah. I like that one a lot. So uh, that was one of the camp last yeah. week. And uh, the idea that 
I think it's my turn to present. Oh, good. I think you probably will peel. Oh, good. Do not come prepared. I, I was gonna. I was gonna pull something out. That's fine. I had something. Um. So I had an idea, and it's pretty vague. Okay. It is a. It's not a story. I don't know what medium. It is an org- a secret organization of criminals, who have somehow taken on the ability to body swap with people. So they oh. body swap with people, commit the crime, and then swap back into their original body. So that person takes all the heat. Oh, malicious body swapping. Yeah. I don't know anything else about it, but it's, yeah. it's criminals who commit crimes in other people's bodies. Oh, that's cool. I don't know what we did to do for a Game 7, Mark. Neither one of us are sports people, but go Denver? If, if it's... Is it football? Basketball. I don't think you use your feet in there. No. No. Well, you walk. You run. Slash run. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So th- we're probably rooting for Denver. Yeah. They have the little pickaxes, which I think are cool. Sports is still going on? Yeah. Huh. They have minimum. They have either no fans in the audience or I think 22% capacity in Mississippi. I don't know how they arrived at that number. That's a pretty exact number for you to know. Yeah. Uh, there was a news story that I'm not going to get into, which okay. had the number in the headline. Well, whatever it is, go Denver. Go Denver. Yeah, probably. We should write a sports thing. Let's just see. <laughs> a sport thing. All right, well, let's get to this, though. Uh, okay, so we have appeal, which is uh, gone wrong. I have an idea for next week. It's okay. Uh, oh. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Wait, what is it? Uh, it's a it's a team of gladiators, but presented as if it's a sports movie. Yeah, we need a sports movie. Yeah. Bring that next week. Okay. Okay, so then we have malicious body swap. Yeah. Now, body swap crimes. Oh, okay. Body swap crimes. That's actually better. Okay, um, so let's see, Poltergeist, um, I think that the one that really uh, appeals to me the most. How long have you been sitting on that one? <laughs> one week. Oh, all right, all Exactly, right. seven yeah. days. Uh, I'm going to say okay. I, I'm more interested in appeal. The idea right. of like somebody not understanding how to deal with tech is sure. is cool to me. I don't have any ideas for the body swap crime. No, that's really regardless, cool. But I'm going to think about that for a week. Yeah, if we not. don't do anything with that today, we can bring it next week and yeah. really flesh that out. Like so that. Let's, let's do appeal. All right, cool. Let's do appeal. So we're going to cross out the body swap crimes. Although that's a very good idea. We'll do something with it. Yeah, we better. Okay, appeal. So the basic understanding um, is that a person has tech. Right. The tech tells them what they need. They misinterpret. Okay. Right. Is this an AI, like an active AI, or is this more just a well? I guess the way that I so I wear a Fitbit. Yeah. And my Fitbit tells me when I need to walk more. Mm -hmm. It will alert me when I'm doing the right amount of steps. And I was thinking that what is the future bad idea future of that tech, which is something telling you need to do for your own good. Uh, this watch is telling me to go walk because it's for my best interest. Okay. Now, if something were to tell me that I needed, say, more iron in yeah. my body, I would most likely listen to it if okay. I have invested in it. Now, I I guess I would need... I think everything is sort of AI, right? I mean, technically, I'm... I mean, I'm social media is I'm AI asking more ever. like, is it a back-and-forth simulated no. person? No, I think okay. that the person should see it as though it is a it's tool. It's a tool. It is a tech okay. tool, yeah. Okay. And that way they can misinterpret it and there's no conversation. There's no clarification to ask for. Okay. So we're going to have a misinterpreted... uh, Interpreted... Okay, that was a stupid long word for no reason. I think I spelled that wrong. Interpreted... 
I know you're smiling because I spelled that wrong. Um, right? there's, there's, an no, there's no E. Is there an I somewhere? No, I don't think so. Is it RPR? I think so. That's crazy. Tech. Okay. Also, there's it's an A at the end. Misinterpreted. Yeah, it's a weird one. I guess it's going to be closer together, so that's a, that's a bridge. <laughs> All right. Okay. So now, we got misinterpreted tech. Yeah, now the way I see it is I see it as, uh, initially, I see it as glasses. Okay. Makes I think, sense to me. Yeah, I think that's the easiest way to sure. whatever. So okay. let's just say this person buys these glasses, okay. and they put these glasses on, and now they're happy. Right? Um, because they have special glasses. Mm-hmm. Now, glasses are telling him that he needs them. Okay. That they need more exercise. They need to drink more water. Okay. And then at some point, it just kind of, I think it clicks on like a human. Because it, it knows that this person is lonely. Yeah. So it tells them, you need love. Okay. And this Aww. person that is so tech forward mm -hmm. thinks that it needs whatever the body's made up of. Okay. As a chemical yeah. substance. Okay. So this has to decide if they need to eat a human. Okay. And then there's the the, the tech yeah. divide there. Okay. So I think that was my main idea. Cool. How's that? That's a pretty hefty escalation. I'm not saying it's a bad thing because I like the idea. Yeah. I really like the idea. I think it. Yes. I think we need to figure out the B between the A and C. Sure. Um, what tone did you? Think this taken on what tone, not medium. What did you think this being 100% played straight, or do you think it's supposed to reflect like, look at this guy? What <laughs> look at this guy? Hey, um, <laughs> Dylan's friends here today. Yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is Gil. Everybody, beat Gil. <laughs> um, I think that this should be, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have too much fun. <laughs> I know, I should have put sunglasses on him. I think that this should be. Dramatic and suspenseful okay. with comedy behind it. What if we do this as a puppet show? We film this as a puppet show. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of serious about Did you that. only say that because it's a puppet right there? I, it reminded me of that, but think about this. Complication people. And what if we do it as puppets? The classic PLP. Props, location people. That is an industry term, I understand. No, what if it's as a puppet show and it lets us. Do it as serious as we like while all putting the filter of, like, well, that's kind of goofy behind it. Yeah. I, I mean, that's cool. I guess my only concern was how would you be able to version, but we could definitely get through that. Let's all right, let's start this as a puppet show. Okay. Because we haven't done sure. No, we haven't done... Okay. We haven't done if, if you don't know, what if the tech glasses talk? A friend of mine has their car talking to them all the time. Oh, yeah. I love much talking but indicating i what think if, that's where an easy way that there could be a misinterpretation what if we set this in the near future where people have like a neural link oh and he makes it he cobbles it together on code so it not only suggests it but like really heavily suggests it and yeah. i'm not saying it necessarily influences him to do stuff but it somehow has a little more weight to its recommendations because it's wired into him yeah i don't think there's anything people want to see more than that's coding so let's do that you could do it <laughs> what if we have we could do it simulate like uh, simultaneous puppet, and then have like a whiteboard or something, and then lower down like paper cutouts where it's like a coding bar. Dude, that's so cool. Or like we have the readout of the glasses on the board behind them, so we can have to do like, point of view stuff. All right, so this is our puppet show. 
Now, for anyone wondering why there is a puppet here, uh, if you do know anything about Sunday Bodies, our very first show was called Silicon Angels. And we decided that we were going to do that initially as a puppet uh, experience. Some sort of live action thing. Sort of- um, if you know anything about it, talk to uh, the rest of our crew. <laughs> Um, making puppets is pretty difficult. Yeah. So we'll get back to that. But we do have one, Gil, and he'll be there for uh, appeal. Ops location. Like this. All right. Now. Locatio. It's, it's a wizard term. Yeah. It's, a, it's wizard GPS. Okay, so we need to have our timeline here. So generally how this works, for those of you who are fresh to the show, now that we have an idea decided, we're going to kind of section off the whiteboard a little bit into a character section, a timeline section at the bottom, and then kind of an area for Zach to kind of scribble where he needs to. And we're going to figure out where things go, what happens, when they happen, and who they happen to. Yeah. That, those are primarily the triangle points of a story. Yeah, and when you're telling any story, those are things that you're going to need. So when you come up with an idea such as, what if Google Glass tells you to eat a human, this is what you're going to do to try to get this down to a story where yeah. you could put it into a comic book or a puppet show. Um, okay, so we need some people, and we need our location. I guess location's not really that important just yet. Not yet. Yeah. Um, so as far as people goes, we obviously have the person who wears the glasses. Yeah, so we have glasses person. Um, I guess a guy makes more sense guy? here. Yeah, right. Guys are dumb, and they would definitely fall for that kind of trap, I think. <laughs> mm, I'm, I'm leaning towards an M name. Okay, like... M- Monty. Monty? What? Well, Monty. Monty's a cool name, though. Is it? I think he needs to be a little bit nerdy on the not cool side. Like a... Like a Monty, but not. Like a... I'm just kidding. I have nothing <laughs> else after Monty. How about like Monroe? Or... Why M? I don't know. Michael? I was leaning towards Mark, but that's only because Mark is in the chat right well, his now. His name's Mark right now. All right, with a C or a K? With a C, that's the cool marks. Okay. Well, I thought this guy had to be nerdy. Well, he's still cool. I mean, he's got Google Glass. I... Okay. You, are you just nonstop waving to our fans? <laughs> no, there's a, there's a fly in the... I guess nobody else can see it. There's a fly in the building right now. There's and not it's a fly. There's not a fly in the building. Don't, don't you bury me like that. <laughs> okay, right. so we have CP1, which is going to be Mark. Yeah. And this is going to be the glasses person. So this is Mark right here. Um, and then we have CP2, which is going to be... Is that the target? Target. What if... In an effort to, um, <laughs> in an eff- if if it thinks he needs love, what if the character he winds up eating is like an ex, and oh. it's reading his feelings towards them? Yeah, cool. And then he's like, "I'm not going." <laughs> I don't know why. His f- well, I guess my <clears throat> my question is logically why he would immediately go to. I need to eat this person. Because this tech is telling him biometrically what his body needs. Okay. Why would he think a tech would go to emotions? Because there's no point. Okay. He would think, there's no way he wants me to eat this body. Okay. Like, he would question it. Sure. But ultimately, I think he would... This is thousands of dollars on my face telling me what my body yeah. needs. I obviously need a human inside of me. <laughs> okay. So... Uh, hey, we can work this out if yeah, you don't like can, this. No, we can, no, we can. That's what we're here to figure out. All right, so we got CP1, Mark, CP2, yeah. Target. Does Mark have a, a name for uh, for CP2? Marshall. Oh, he says Marshall with a lot of dots. What, like Marshall, Marshall dot, 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 ellipses? Dot, 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 dot. <laughs> a lot of dots. I think it's just how Mark types. Yeah, that's just how he types. Oh, okay. So, uh, Target for the X. 
board camera gets fuzzy. Kind of weird. Yeah, we're having a little bit of camera issues this yeah. week, so we're we're trying to figure this out. I'm sorry about that. What does this say? That the board camera gets a little fuzzy. It does. Yeah. Um, I wonder why. I guess the lighting oh. thing. Um, okay. No, it's probably just a bandwidth thing. I think oh, it it's probably might be bandwidth. The internet. Yeah. Well, there's a there's a twenty something here, so they're probably streaming oh. the YouTubes or whatever. Um, okay, so Mark Target. Let's just start. Look, uh, Mark right. has an ex. He didn't. He doesn't like named Yvette, and he has an ex. He does like named Stephanie. Let's go with Yvette. Oh uh, yeah, I'll give that. It's a bet. Yeah, it's a cool name. It's a name that you don't see very often. And that was uh, Suzanne Grimmer, cast of some nobodies. You'll see her whipping around looking for the kitchen. Okay, so we have Mark and Yvette. I hope this is okay to use these names. If it's not, let me know. Um, and Mark is the glasses wearer. He's a yeah. big tech guy. He's a big computer dude. Yeah. He's got a job, a, a high-level job at like Lugal or one of those companies. Lugal. Yeah. Yugal. <laughs> Yugal. <laughs> Wait, have you seen Hot Tub Time Machine? Yeah. All right, Lugal. Um, so we're going to say that here is where, somewhere in here is where he should get the glasses. Because I feel like, I feel like there should be a part where he's like, my body needs something. Yeah. I'm, de yeah. I'm depressed. I'm run down. I don't know what's going on with me. I need something. So we should see that he's a tech person and he should acquire the glasses here. What if he's, what if it's, what if the first scene is him pitching it to some tech people and he's like, <coughs> what oh, if it was a Fitbit or whatever the, uh, for your face, for your face. And face they're like, bit. why? And he goes, because when you plug it in, it does more than just your, it does more than just your exercise. It's also when you should sleep. When you should work out. When you should, um, yeah, I, all that makes yeah. sense. So yeah. we, the first first scene is him pitching it to like a boardroom of uninterested execs, and they're yeah. like, "I don't see why this is strictly necessary." Oh my! Sorry, I'm gonna plug my computer real fast. Just oh to see yes, if that helps out with anything. Technical difficulties are just a part of the job. They're part of the job. I it like all that. It so, so, so it's his, it's his idea then. It's his tech. I think so. So, the think, so it opens with him pitching. I, I, I also think I like the idea of him misinterpreting his own design to the point where he that makes sense murders and eats a person, yeah. or at least attempts to. Well, no one knows what happened to Google Glass. That's true. We're <laughs> just asking questions. Okay, so he's pitching a product Did here. Did Google Glass inspire a spree of human cannibalism? Did Google Glass make me think of this idea inceptionally? Is Google Glass responsible for Cannibal Holocaust? In the future. We're just asking questions. The answer is yes. Alright, so we're going to start with him pitching pitching the product. Yeah. Um, and I think they say no. Yeah, quickly. It's a yeah. stupid idea. Yeah. It's so he tries it out, right. and... Well, there needs to be, like, the arc, arc cruxes. Yeah, right? you're right. So what do you think should happen... <laughs> Something should be solved here. Yeah. Which is like maybe it starts working properly. Yeah. And it, it malfunctions off. during his pitch. Yeah, mess up during a pitch. He's doing his thing and it works properly. Yeah. And it lets him know, hey, you need water. Yeah. Or it needs to be something a little more impactful. It needs though. to be something more. It needs to be something less. Like, I'm thirsty. I need water. It needs yeah. to be something more like. Um, it needs to be a big deal. Like, hey, you're about to have a stroke. Or. Bring out your EpiPen because there's a pollen near. There's a pollen warning. Something that would yeah. make him say like, "Oh my God, this works." Yeah, I'm going to go into this. I think. I mean, I'm going to say montage. Well, we gotta have a montage. Well, right. nothing better than a puppet montage. That's, that's true. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what's we the, can do it. What's the montage? We have one of those scrolling backgrounds on like the wheels. No, not what is a montage. Oh. What's the montage <laughs> of? Um. 
So, the montage is him trying out the glasses after he leaves the office building. And it shows that he needs... What if it's less an issue that it doesn't know what he needs and more showing him where the source is? So, like, he needs water and it shows him, like, water in, like, a storm drain. And he's like, yeah, I get it, but the context is off. Okay. This thing doesn't understand context. And so when he fixes it, mm. he thinks that then it's appropriate, which is leads him down the road to eating someone. So then this is a honing montage. Yeah. It shows that he's he's his stomach rumbles and the glasses ping and it shows like a person's dog or a cow. Yeah, in the city. I'm a, I I, I guess. Was he in the city? No, well, because he's pitching to uh, he's pitching to executives. He's I pitching assume. to farmers, far, app farmers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is an alternate universe in which I farmers are CEOs. All right, cool. Well, I was just thinking because if it shows him a cow when he's hungry, then that would that would make more sense when it shows yeah. him a human for love. Yes. But, but sure. Okay, so an animal of some sorts. Yeah. Uh, I like that. That's cool. And then this is so then something bad needs to happen here. Yeah. So this seems to be the first uh, first error. I kind of like the idea of it trying to prevent a medical problem of some sort. We did allergies last time. Yeah. Or two times ago, sometime. Um, we kind of did predictive prevent death, preventative death measures yeah. on that episode as well. So I think we should stay away from that. No, I think that he should get hurt. You think he should get hurt? Yeah, I think that whatever this <laughs> okay. thing is telling him, he misinterprets he, it and okay. he gets hurt doing it. What if he ignores it and he gets hurt Ooh, by that, ignoring it? That's and that cool just too. further reinforces that it's That actually, important. that's a better story. What if... What, um, what? So this is designed to read his health, read his biometrics, what he needs, mm -hmm. and target and point out stuff in the environment that he might need. Sure. Okay. So things that it could go over <laughs> is like high blood pressure, yeah. sugar levels, yeah. um, uh, bee stings or foreign things in your body. Yeah. Um, so. I guess it really couldn't show him like an EpiPen because I was thinking what if he gets stung yeah. and he doesn't know that he's allergic and it's like yeah. you need this, you need this and he doesn't do it. Um, okay. Something like that. That's not bad. That's a, That would be a good um, that's a pretty good inciting one. But I don't know how to show that this thing is telling it that he needs Epi whatever that is. Epidural. It could just be what if he gets stung and then the alarm goes off and he tries to make it more predictive then. <sighs> Okay, so the alarm is telling him that there's something wrong, and he's searching for a, a find, and he can't yeah. find one. And he's trying to hone its AI to be And more that's why he's, like, clacking and clacking yeah. and, and recoding. Yeah. Yeah, cool. All right. Um, <laughs> alarm. No result. And I think at some point during this opening, he ignores a text from his ex, so we can see that she's there. Oh, you mean that? Yeah. You got it. So... This should happen in a great way, then. So text. What if it tells him not to cross the street at a traffic light, Mark asks. That's that's more future telling than biometric. It could work. What if he gets a call? Well, so I'm thinking, what if he gets like a f call from his ex and he has to argue with her and he's trying to cross the street and his alarm is starting to beep so he turns it off or something? Oh, okay. The same way that if you were on the phone and while you're driving, it yeah. would mute it or something. Yeah, cool. All right. I like that. Um, and I think that helps us avoid because we did allergies yeah. on a topic. Right, if like you that. watched the previous episode, that makes more sense. And if not, you should go back and check that out. Yeah. Um, so he gets a call as he's. I say this is all happening kind of quick in sequence, where they ask him in the pitching in the pitch meeting, like, "Well, 
shouldn't people be aware of that already? What service does this? What what does this serve beyond just that a normal fitness watch wouldn't? Or and he's like, well, studies <laughs> show that eighty-eight percent of people are on their phones one hundred percent of the time. Yeah. So if we could have alerts that would make you look up from mm -hmm. your phone, that would yeah. also help it. All right, that makes more sense. And then he gets a call on his phone mm -hmm. from Yvette as he's, he's leaving the building, talking, <laughs> looking down, not looking the street. I say it's heated, or or does he miss her? I don't think he misses her. Okay. I think that it is it is heated, or at least upset. He's at least not willing to admit that he misses her. No, because, because he does. Because that way when he... Exactly. He can't miss her. He's unwilling he, to admit it. Yeah, because he, he has to misinterpret yeah. this. Yeah, and we can dig into like male relationship issues as that if yeah, we dude, want to. Dudes are awful. Yeah. <laughs> we suck. Um, um, well, it's been a half an hour. Do you want to give a quick little recap? Yeah, sure. So, if you were unaware, this is Talking Upstream, hosted by IBM TV. Thank you. Thank you. appreciate that. Where Zach and I, and sometimes members of our media group, some nobodies, in this whiteboard. bring ideas to the uh, table every week. We discuss them briefly. We choose one of them to focus on. We use this whiteboard and our own creative abilities mm -hmm. to flush that idea out into something that we can present, ideally to a streaming service, because we desperately want to make stuff as for a living and this was our idea as to how to prove that we can do that yeah quibi's not our first choice but we'll definitely take it we'll take it if it is a choice it'd be real easy writing only 10 minutes stuff are you kidding dude we're writing non-stop stuff we're doing 90 minutes every yeah, week yeah we're doing nine times that every week think about week. that nine times out a week yeah um we know you're watching quibi you're desperate oh yeah Okay. Call us. Yeah, or text us. Or text us. Or, or email us. slide in those DMs. Yeah. You can literally find us anywhere. I'm a pager. I know. I don't understand why you have that. And why it goes off so it's often. It's coming back. Is people it? page me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Anyway. All right, let's hop back into this. Yeah. So now we have Mr. Mark, Miss Yvette. We know that he's got bad tech. Mm -hmm. We know that it's failing. We know that this is the big crux right here uh, for why he works on it more. What was that sound? I don't know what that was. I don't know. Um, so this is the oh, this, right. this is the crosswalk incident. Yeah. So I think he's he gets a phone call from his ex and he's like, "What if she she kept his pet in the breakup?" Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Dog or cat or bird. I don't think or it, reptile. I, I or rodent. Uh, like a chinchilla. My, yeah. My my brother had a chinchilla and he loved really? that thing. Yeah. They make good gloves. That, well, They've got tiny little nimble hands that knit very well. Not one. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 anyway, so uh, yeah, he gets a phone call about the chinchilla, and yeah. he goes, "If you're gonna keep calling me about how to take care of it, you should just give it back to me." Yeah. Or does he call her? No. She should call him. She should call him. It yeah. should be an interruption. Yep. A chinchilla. Yeah, named David Bowie. You got it. Well, DB. Well, DB for short. DB Cooper. D.B. Sweeney from The Cutting Edge. Anybody seen The Cutting Edge? Topic. I don't think anybody's seen that. I think it's you're the only person on earth who's ever seen that. Fine. What is that, a musical? No, it's, it's not a, a barbershop. I mean, it could have been. I think they made a musical out of it. Yeah. But it's a story about a hockey player who can't play hockey anymore, so he decides to become a figure skater. And he okay. wins not only the gold medal, but a heart. The platinum medal? No, it's uh, my heart. The electrum medal. It's, it's a love. It's a love thing. The uranium medal. Think of love on ice on ice. Well, you don't have to think about that one. And? All right. <laughs> well, that's good. So, back to this. 
All right, so we have the first big incident. We need a second incident, which is going to make him say, okay, I got to listen to this thing 100%. So we would need another one of these style things worse. So I want to I, I want to know what we're aiming at. Does he succeed in cannibalizing this person? How does it end? I don't think he should eat somebody. I That feels a little much. It does seem like a lot. But also, I don't know if he should fail. So, okay. I think it's maybe an ambiguous ending. Okay. Like, leave her. Is he going to eat this person? Okay. Or is he going to love on her? Like, maybe it ends, maybe it ends like the Hannibal Lecter kind of way where it's like, I'm meeting an old friend for, for lunch. And you're like, oh my God, is he going to eat her? Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, what is it? Well, fig- I just wanted to get, I just wanted to figure out what kind of tone and ending we were going for. Yeah. Now, if we're doing puppets, I like that it's a bit of a darker tone. I think yeah. that's kind of cool. I, I so, have this image of just red thread being thrown up from underneath the... Oh, blood. Oh. <laughs> yeah, okay. Is that blood? On stage, yeah. So we got, so somebody has to die then. Somebody. I or he's so- cut. Hard. Something. Yeah. Oh, we'll get to that. What do you think the second part should be? So, how I'm imagining this so far? Why did I wanted to I wanted to see if you wanted to talk quickly why we kind of broke it down to thirds as far as oh, a, sure. an act structure. Yeah. Um, so there are various storytelling templates, I should say, that have proven themselves to be effective over all of human history sure. at delivering satisfying events at satisfying moments. You'll hear them referred to as the three act structure, two act structure. Um, there's not really a one act. Well, there is. You can do stuff in one act, but even that, the story does tend to fall into a natural rhythm. Usually, yeah. I mean, somebody has to do something. Right. Somebody has to do something, and usually, the best way to divide that up in a way that is satisfying for the audience is a three-act structure, mm-hmm. where in the first act, the character is taken, like taken out of its comfort zone and has to adjust to a new normal. The second act tends to feature them trying to adjust that first thing and it ends on a darker tone where something goes wrong or they are even further removed from the possibility of fixing it. And then the third act has them resolving it or it is resolved in a certain way. It doesn't necessarily need to be fully wrapped up and it doesn't need to necessarily be completely finished, Mm -hmm. but the story and its main questions should at least be addressed in a way that leaves it on even footing. True, which is why you're going to see a lot of movies that have trilogies. It is easy to wrap up a story in three parts because, like yeah. a good sandwich, you got the beginning, a middle, mm-hmm. and an end. Like every story or every sentence, really. The, ever. the primary example people go to for three act structure is the original Star Wars trilogy, mm-hmm. where a new hope is Luke overcoming his past, being taken out of his comfort zone, and winding up in a better spot. The second act is them addressing this new status quo. And it enforcing its will on them, and they wind up in a worse position. Mm-hmm. And the third one is them... Muppets! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> them resolving the storyline in a way that makes sense following through from the previous two. Right. So, so far in our story that we're doing right now about uh, appeal, you know, weird tech, is the first act is going to be uh, the pitch failure, which starts up his, I guess, meticulous mm-hmm. working or uh, intense attention to this yeah. thing. And this is going to go all the way down to him almost getting into a car accident um, through a conversation. Yeah, right? I think so. 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 He, he almost gets hit or he does get hit by a car. Yeah. After ignoring, yeah, after ignoring the warnings from his glasses. Love that. And then that is the impetus for him to make it more insistent. 
All right, so let's just say that the first act is the trial slash failure, or... We could do two acts, where the first one is him trying to Icarus himself into these classes, and the second act is the descent. Because you can also have a two-act structure, where the middle is a sudden dramatic shift. Yeah. Dramatic? That is only ship terms. Dramatic. I don't know what that means. It's a combination it's of drastic and dramatic. And dramatic. Dramatically drastic. Oh, man. That actually might work. Maybe I should work in the mornings before this. Yeah, you probably... <laughs> anyway. We have a TV um, show today. We do... Yeah. I, I, I can't go to work. I have a TV show. Um, um, and then I, I like the three acts, though. I think, think that, three acts I think that works. Okay. I think he would need more of an inciting thing than just this going down to, I might okay. be a human. The the foremost example I can think of of a two-act structure is Parasite. Yeah. The North, the North Korean film. Mm-hmm. Yuck. There's You're a poop. spoilers. There is a a basement prison in there. <laughs> anyway, oh, if you haven't seen Parasite, check it out. You'll understand the two arc structure Dylan's talking yeah, about. You should see Parasite. Yeah, you definitely should. We actually anyway. we did a story with the two arc structure before. We did. Um, yeah. But I, I think this one. I you think, think this is three. Okay. I think for for the for the audience to think that this person can get down to almost eating human, there's going to lead a little bit more than I almost got hit by a car. Okay. So the second act is him. So the first act is him perfecting the glasses. We can do a little bit of yep. like a, um, I'm thinking Iron Man 1 where he's testing out the Iron Man suit, but yep. he's testing out these glasses like, um, he's going to the grocery store and it's highlighting stuff on the shelf. Yeah, and he's just grabbing it. He's just grabbing it. Loves it. Yeah. Needs it. He. Spinach. Does it have a predictive text option for when he's having a conversation so he can be like, this thing is just guiding. Yes. Or is it only biometrics? I think biometrics are first, but that wouldn't really fall into line with this though. Yeah. So okay. I think it would need to also have a outward camera so he can see what's yeah. going on, yeah. um, which it would because if it's yeah. giving him you know oh, yeah. food. So sure, cool. So now I'm, the second act, this yeah. would be he knows that it works, and then there's something in this area that says this thing is very. What accurate. if the second act is like entirely success? Yeah, everything it, it is working so well. Its predictive algorithm is helping him succeed at work. Whatever he whatever job he does. He's got a job in the city. Okay. It helps him it helps him analyze the stock market and make really good trades. Oh, nice. Sure. Where it's like it just beams the data onto the screen and he just goes in and just Yeah, I love that. It even knows yeah, cool. Yeah. So there's gotta be a big success here that makes him either a lot of money or something that makes him crazy. Yeah. But either way, he has to fully believe in these glasses from I here. I think the cumulative buildup of the second act. And then a dramatic event at the end of the second. Yeah. Helps really drive him into believing this thing is... Alright, so he's probably going to come into some money here. Yeah. Which would give him the, the push yeah. of like, okay, i got to listen to everything this says. Mm-hmm. Now I have a lot of money. Cool. It's almost like limitless, but glass instead of the pill. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And then, so then here is when something very big happens. This is a big win. Does it, does he make another pitch? And it work, and it goes really well. There you go. He pitches it, and they're like, "This is a perfect device." Mm-hmm. Yep, good job. When is it ready for? Ma- when when do you think it can go into production? Oh. I'm wearing I am wearing a model right now. Yeah, this is a usable model. Yeah. I have the specs. Yeah, it can go into production within months, weeks, hours, days. Wait, which one's minutes? I guess I should have said. <laughs> I don't, which one's bigger? Minutes or days? Yeah, days. Okay, I was right. So, now we have this thing. Now he's going to contact Yvette back to brag. Yeah. And that's when they meet up, and this thing is just highlighting her. What if he calls her, 
and he hears like a like a male voice, like uh, a guy picks up, and it's like very clear they're having a good time or something. Yeah. Or like, like there's a lot of noise. In, like he calls and they are at a party. Oh, together. Could, yeah, because he has with to start another failing. man. He has to start yeah. failing everywhere but tech. But where the glasses direct him to yep. do. So this is a non-tech failure. You got it. Yeah. So non-tech failure. It's got to be like this whole kind of thing here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he... And this is where he goes back to a vet. What if we go... Because we're doing puppets. Yeah. So we can do a little more... I don't want to say graphic stuff. But what if it's like... Someone in front of him on the sidewalk like collapses. And it highlights like a spot on their abdomen. And it's trying to direct him to take out their appendix. Oh, and it makes him become a doctor? Or it at least is like... Well, I guess I would be predicting what that person needs. Yeah, because it wouldn't know from the yeah. biometrics. But yeah. I like where you're going with that. Because it would have the ability of like Google searching things yeah. and having infinite information. Right. So maybe he does surgery on himself? He tries. That's cool. Ugh. Yeah. I think he's successful. Yeah. He's got to buy these glasses. Yeah, he has, yeah, that's true. That's um, true. Yeah. I don't know what's going to make him want to eat somebody, though. That's, that's it. Yeah. It needs to... Maybe it only shows her heart. I think we need to and make... And he cuts her heart out. I think the second act needs to be a ramp. I think it needs to ramp up positively. Yeah. I mean, it's... I'm it's seeing this, this... This is big success here. If... I'm seeing this as, like, a shorter, like, 30-minute, 45-minute puppet show. Yeah. And it doesn't, it doesn't need to be long. And that lets us be a little more... Yeah. It lets us be a little more, kind of, rapid pace. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm for all that. Yeah. Um, so, he makes a lot of money on the stock market. Mm -hmm. It analyzes sports stats mm -hmm. so he can make bets. Yep. I like that. It does he run for public office and it helps him Oof. campaign? I don't know about that. Okay, that's based on a uh, Kimberly is watching Kimberly Calhoun. I'd be oh. Hello, hello, Kimberly. And she said it could predict elections. I mean, I, I do like that. Yeah. I just think that like maybe that could be like a that's a different. If it's thing. a tight forty minute. Yeah. And we're trying to get to him. Uh, the glasses could help him direct. Could direct him to help him with CPR rhythm. Oh, true. Yeah. Um, he becomes a sm uh, if he's in a city does he live in a city or does he only work in it he lives in like a suburb I think that would just be depending on the story yeah it doesn't really I like matter. the idea of him walking down the street and someone starts having like a heart attack or something and it analyzes them and it says CPR recommended and it's like follow the dot tick yeah tick tick uh, yeah it's cool breathe and then it has a little timer yeah that's all very cool yeah, yeah. so it becomes almost like a like a WebMD. Yeah. Right? And then he starts making some... Uh, yeah. It'd be cool if he turned into a superhero with this. I think we should at least mis... I think we should uh, uh, misdirect with that. Yeah. I think the second act should be showing, like, you know, he might be able to do some really cool stuff with yeah. this. And then his life falls apart at the end of the second act. So this is going to be possible greatness. Yeah. Yeah. 
I like the idea of maybe even him contemplating becoming a superhero. Yeah. Like, I can do anything with these things. I can, do, yeah. I can literally do anything. Yeah. And then he goes out and tries it. Yeah. Can't do everything, but... It doesn't work. No. <laughs> and that's that's right on here. So there's, like, the, the superhero fail. What if he really does try to be a superhero? Yeah, And makes he sense. goes out, and he specifically goes looking for trouble, and there's a mugging, and he tries to use it to predict, like, fighting or something, and he gets completely beat up. Yeah. And they break the glasses, so he has to remake them from what he can remember. Oh, and that's and, where these failures come And he come goes, in. it wasn't enough, I need to be more predict. I need, it needs to be even deeper or something enhance. like that. Yeah, enhance. 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 Yeah, enhance. Cool. Alright. So then, uh, so we're gonna say, uh, so here's like a superhero trial? Yeah. Trial and, and error. And just complete. Yeah, uh, trial and fail. Completely wrong. I love that. Which makes him try to live life without the glasses for a little bit while he's working on them, and he's having a hard time. Yeah. And then he makes the glasses again because he sold the glasses. Mm-hmm. So that's like a big push for him, yeah. also. So right on here, he's got the, he's got another pair of glasses, and he wants to brag, maybe. Yeah. To a vet. I think so. So new glasses. What if he tries to get the ex back by trying to rescue her in a? Oh, what if he's trying to rescue her? Here in like a club environment is what oh. Mark is saying. So he he's is this is this the the fail? I think. That's kind of cool. I'm saying he doesn't fail. Well, because he could fail, which pushes her back into whoever she's dating. Yeah. And then he does it again to try yeah. to save her. He embarrasses himself in front of her. Yeah. So this is a an event embarrassment. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We know what it means. And then so that goes to superhero fail, which goes to this stuff, which is funny, and then it moves into him making new glasses and trying to prove himself to a vet again. Yeah. Where he stages. Oh, okay. Maybe. He stages some fake stuff? Well, to, to try to like, win her back. Yeah. To show that the glasses work. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're going to have the same ending as we thought we were. I don't know that cannibalism is a logical throughput, throughput for this. Yeah, but I think we definitely need to think of a new ending now. Yeah. Because at first it was like, tech gone wrong, person missing. I could see it ending in murder. Who He gets murdered? No. He murders someone. I could see it leading to that. Okay. Where I'm imagining this from his point of view, and I know we're doing a puppet show, but this is kind of how I'm imagining it being portrayed. He's getting heated because he's confronting Yvette's new guy. Yeah. And it's telling him that he needs her out of the corner of his eye. Okay. And he's telling the ex that he's not leaving until he's out of the picture. And And the ex's new guy is like, I'm not going anywhere. What do you What do you think this is? What yeah. like, What do you think this is? Like, what you think those are gonna? And then he tries to do a predictive combat something, yeah. and it just doesn't work. And then it winds up with a fight where he somehow either manslaughters or intentionally kills the guy. Yeah, that's a very good. And then cut. and then and then the glasses stop showing Yvette, and it just say. They just have like a little path, like a highlighted pathway just leading out of the door and down the street and just off into the dust. Like it's telling him to run. Cool. Yeah. Love all that. Because maybe she's called, maybe she's on the phone with the cops and then it, she fades from its heads up display and he's looking around on like the floor and it's got an arrow leading out the door. Yeah. And he's just run, and he just runs. Go. Yeah. 
Uh, and it's like giving directions like the train station. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Um, this is going to be hard to do as a puppet show. It could, yeah. It'll be cool. So here's what I'm thinking how we portray, how we would set up a puppet show. We have the stage up front. We have the wall that we can hide behind with the puppets. Mm -hmm. And then we have not a screen, but a... It would be, it would be a, kind of like a whiteboard. And for any time we need to show something through the glasses, we lower like a poster board with it animated on top to show his point of view. Okay, so it's a stage. And then... A puppet stage specifically, so it's more like a wall. Oh, okay. And then this is like open, right? Yeah. But we have a, we have a spot in the center in the back that is either a projector screen... Oh, okay, I got you. ...or like a, just a white square. Yeah. And at any time we need to show something f through the glasses point of view, we have an image show up on there, and we act it out in the puppets. Gotcha. So we almost like a, a forced green screen. Yeah, like but, but like, a, like a puppet version of a green screen. If yeah. puppets are actors, this is the green screen. So then this, these are the puppets. Oh, yeah. It's their hands. And then there's like... Yeah, that's us behind it. I think. Yeah. Well, you can't see that? Is what? that a tail? No, it's the other hand. Like. It looks like someone with a beaver tail. No, it doesn't. All right, if you say so. <laughs> it's You're behind something. That's how you sure. depict things that are behind something. All right, that's fine. Oh. There you go. See? Puppet. <laughs> Alright, what scene do you think that we could... Do you have a scene yet, or should we work some stuff out? Well, so far we have two main characters. We also have a, a, a boyfriend. Yeah, yes. So CP3, which is Marshall. Marshall? Right? Mark, Yvette, and Marshall? <laughs> Fine. David. De Jaime. Dimitri. Ew, no. Devon. Not Devin, Devon. Or Devin. Devin. So this is the this is the current boyfriend. Yeah. And then um That's really all the characters we have except for like superfluous outside characters. Yeah. And they have a mentor. The board, the board no. No. Okay. No. You love mentor characters. I do. I know you do. Yeah, they're fine. Well, you have a boardroom, so we gotta figure that out. Yeah. Let's see. So we have, um, oh, I thought you were doing Tai Chi or something. I'm just stretching. He's <laughs> got a, he's got a hard job over there. Um, all right, let's see. So, you know, standing desks are going to be the standard in a few years. Well, I know. I, Put the stand I, in standard. I use one now. All right, so Devin, Yvette, Mark, and then the, uh, the, 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 the pitch meeting people. Yeah. But that's all the people we need. That's kind of it, yeah. We yeah. don't need, like, I mean, extras, but... We don't even need a whole lot of extras. Yeah, I guess, I guess this person I dying, a heart yeah. attack person. I imagine any character that doesn't have like super speaking lines will just do like an undecorated puppet. Oh, okay. Yeah, just generic. Or just Lotto. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good. Um, is any of these scenes so far uh, standing out to you as something you would like to write? I would like to, uh, we could do the climactic like scene. Like this last scene here? Yeah. Um... I, I feel like we should fill in Act 1 and 2 a little bit more before we get on to an actual uh, a strict you scene. You got it. So Act 1 is the pitch product meeting. Yeah. Which is failing. Yeah. Then we're going to go down to him working on his stuff, which is 
um, this this device telling him that he needs certain things, but in the wrong way. Yeah. Like, it'll just send him to, like, a trash can if he's hungry or something. Um, it's not specific enough for him. Yeah. Yeah. So he tweaks it. Is there any scenes that you can see in here that would... Because uh, he's got to fix it or something. So... I feel like we should have him confront Yvette in person. Do you think here? On. Do you think here is where he decides that it needs like a neural chip or whatever? I think so. Because like the Fitbit doesn't have that. No. It just works on my blood and right. whatever, whatever. So maybe he's like, this scene needs more of my brain. Yeah. Well, I I I, I suppose we are the, setting this in the near future where they yeah. have that more commonly. Thirty well, years. You can get neural chips now. I know, but all you do is go to Target or that Jiffy Lube. Yeah, but you don't want a Jiffy Lube chip. Well, no, but you can get one, man. That's I mean, what I'm saying. I guess you can is different than you should. <laughs> um, life advice from so nobody. Right, do you think like a neural chip kind of thing? I or think so. There needs to be some reason that it ramps up and goes, boom, yeah. now it's working. I think we show him experimenting on himself a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So, self-experiments. That's going to be cool for a puppet. Mark is suggesting that we have all of the IBM TV producers voice the pitch meetings dude get, love that we, we can, can actually have and kit we can just do like a like a streaming and have them just humans just stream it yeah, yeah. that's cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> on, on the on the board in the back yeah we'll just do like and a, it's just him up front just being like i just real kim real and kit real win yeah we real can get, mark. we can real mixed media with this yeah, I like that. I think that's cool. Yeah, what if we do a whole bunch of point of view stuff from the glasses, and it's strictly like us walking down the street, <laughs> camera like this. We just show it on like TV or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love or, or like a projector screen or something, and then the and then the puppets are acting out of the base. Oh yeah, I got the projector, so that'll work out. Oh really? Way. Yeah. Oh cool. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Um, so we have this thing. We have some self experiments, and then we have. Uh, I guess if if we're doing <coughs> the 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 neural chip thing. Yeah. That would be that and that works yeah right and i guess his first thing is now it's telling him more information that yeah. he needs yeah is so that, is, I'm that best, is that the best way to do this glasses the neural chip thing i don't know i don't know what else we could i i recommended the neural chip as a way to amp him into it yeah i think that's a really good level up yeah because okay. here needs to be the level up that puts yeah. him up to the success yeah because so, the, the neural chip helps not only read what he needs more deeply, yeah. but it also allows it to feed back into him a little bit, and it serves as a translation error, a point of translation error. Yeah, oh, where that makes something sense. weird, you know, some something gets lost in translation. And I think he <laughs> should suggest this, like, yeah. hey, I also have this neural chip idea. Yeah, and they're like, no, we're not gonna put stuff in people's brains. Nobody wants to mess with their brain like that. Yeah, what well, goes in the ear doesn't matter where it goes what it does is what we care about okay it goes in the nose then i i get the feeling that you're just not meeting us let me just put this in your nose and your ear and <sighs> you'll see how successful this is there's only one thing i put in my nose and that's for after the meeting your finger sure oh okay <laughs> well then may i suggest a neural enhancement gym okay so we have that thing yeah then things are going very well for him i'm trying to think of how many number how, how many scenes we should have if we're aiming scenes for of what how many scenes in general? Oh, in general. Just to give a baseline... We're like 90. 90 scenes? We're roughly about 90. Okay, we have the pitch meeting, right? Yeah. We have the honing montage, yeah. which is roughly six scenes, right, maybe. We have the self-experiments, which are also in there, which is a couple scenes. We have the neural chip installation. We have 
him successful with all that. We have the walking down the street and outside of all the other random shots that we're going to have. We have the crosswalk thing. I think we have some kind of CPR montage here. Okay. We're also going to have stocks and sports and all that stuff and him making a lot of money. We have him maybe becoming a superhero at some point with possible greatness. We have a really big pitch meeting, which means we're going to go back to the initial meeting. So maybe that's the same scene, not really too sure. But now he has a neural chip in. We have to have a couple scenes of a vet on the phone. We have to have a couple scenes of a vet with her current boyfriend named Devin. We have to have non-tech failure, which is a another montage of some dumb stuff. So you're like 15 to 40 more scenes there. I think I'm at 20, but I've only I've been putting a finger up every time you pause, so I'm not really. I right, so we're at 20 scenes in. Not bad. Some of that could be combined. I agree. Okay. Um. Well, I'm, I'm trying I'm to. we're more out, than six. I'm trying to figure out what we would need. Puppets. Yes. A lot of puppets. Story-wise. Oh. Because so this is how the story is playing out. I'm just I'm going to run through the entire thing front to back as we've kind of described it. Sure. In what I perceive in what I perceive as a logical flow. He is pitching it to executives. They're not impressed. He outlines some potential improvements he's going to implement, including the chip. They're still not impressed because he doesn't have it there to show. And when he does show it, it's not nearly as precise as he explains it. Mm -hmm. He goes outside, and he receives a call from Yvette. Hey, what does this thing eat? I don't know what to feed it. What do I feed this thing? And then he goes, if you don't want to take care of it, I'm to give it, give him back. Bowie's like Bowie is mine. I assumed that he got the call so that's soon, after call he, here, yeah. soon after like he left here. it. Yeah. And as he is doing that, the glasses give him a warning, and he almost gets hit by a car. I'm going to say almost. But he manages to avoid it based on his own reflexes. It was a phone. That's a phone? Like an old school phone. I was going to say. <laughs> it looks like a magnet. Or a messed up banana. No, it's a, a cool No, it's a magnet that was thrown like a boomerang. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a dude in the park with a boomerang the other day throwing it around. It is impressive. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Did I he catch it? Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, anyway, so he gets a call from Yvette. Probably about his chinchilla. Uh, he gives her a hard time. She gives him a hard time. He expresses somehow that it, it's clear that he misses her more than she misses him. He almost gets hit by a car. He hangs up. He decides that he needs to address the glasses. He goes home. He tweaks them a little bit. We see a little bit of, a, of an improvement montage. We see him messing with the idea of it being a chip in his brain. Mm -hmm. He goes out and tests the new one. He... What should this first test be? The very first one. I think it should be him saving somebody's life. Okay. Something big where he's like, oh my god, this thing works. The very first one? What, what do you think? It should be something small? I was thinking it should be something small, like his original idea proves it. Oh, okay. And then it happens again, but it's an idea he had never expressly designed it for. So maybe the first one is he just opens a fridge and it's like... He opens like, the fridge and it highlights something and he goes... And he, he eats it and it's very clearly hit the spot. He goes, yeah. okay, test one complete. I'm going to take it for a field test. Goes outside. He's on the sidewalk somewhere when someone... What if there is a car accident and it directs him on like what things to take off the car door to get it open? Yeah, I mean... Something it, like that. It, it would know all the model stuff of vehicles. Something like that. Yeah. It directs him on in a very specific process of saving someone's life. And it could way, be CPR. But also way more impressive than he expected. Yeah. 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 So he's like, oh, this chip was the thing that was missing. Mm -hmm. I just needed a more direct neural interface. Yeah. Okay. 
let's see what else this thing can do. We get a little bit of, of a montage of him uh, per, uh, correctly investing in the right stocks before they skyrocket due to a news prediction. It analyzes news, news articles and is like, I, I predict that so-and-so are going to announce a merger within the next two business days. So he buys one of them, they announce a merger, he gets a lot of money and dividends on that. He's like, all right, three for three since I implemented the chip. He does a CPR thing. I like that. I like the idea of him doing a CPR one. Mm -hmm. And then, are those playing cards? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's him being a superhero. Yeah. And then he decides, I'm going to use this to try and get Yvette back. Oh, yeah. Because he might not feel positively about her, but I feel like this guy's probably got a little bit of an ego. Oh, 100% now. Yeah. So... He knows that she likes a club, a certain club, or a bar, yeah. or something, on a certain night because that's her Friday. He goes, he sees her with her dude, he leaves, uh, the, uh, Devin leaves. Some guys come up on her and are kind of being annoying. Yep. So he goes up and he acts the hero fool, where he, he walks up with a whole bunch of bravado. She goes, what are you doing here? He goes, you leave her alone, you... She's with me. And she goes, I am not with you. And they start getting belligerent. And they fight him. And arrogantly, he's like, well, I probably know Kung Fu or something. But it's not a muscle controller. No. It is... It just tells him where he could be doing something mm -hmm. if he had those... Yeah. Yeah. So he gets the crap beaten out of him. Yep. And Im humiliated. Oh, yeah. And embarrassed. And they break his and glasses. they break his glasses because he's a nerd. He's a nerd. Look at him. Look at him. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Green pants with a green shirt. Exactly. His shirt's too small. You can see his belly. What a weirdo. So he's a millennial. <laughs> Millennials do love their crop tops. Dude, they love bellies. So do I. I know you do. So? So he goes home, mm -hmm. and he is determined to fix the glasses, and he is determined to fix them better. Better. He feeds it, he, he gives it, you know, it brings up the little permissions, like, do you allow mm -hmm. glasses.mine.exe to access your mm -hmm. neural landscape? Something, I don't know. Something. Something like that. If we're doing puppets, we can be a little more tongue-in-cheek about oh, it. Oh, like, yeah. Do you want to allow glasses control? And I want to not stray too far into upgrade. Total core, yeah. Because upgrade is fantastic. No, it doesn't... Yeah, well, obviously. But no, this is not... No, this doesn't control his body at all. No. No. But it feeds more heavily into his senses. Yeah. Uh, and it's far more... He, he thinks it's he's jacking up the sens sensitivity levels. Mm -hmm. When in reality, he's kind of just widening the net, I think. Yeah. Something like that, maybe? Kind of. But also maybe even like Sully convincing himself that it's going to work more too yes oh so, yeah there's a lot of self yeah he fools himself a lot yeah yeah he takes but he glasses also out but he also puts on the dark web yeah all right <laughs> i don't know what's on dark web though i feel like there's real karate well, stuff the on there pirate pirated movies see yeah um <laughs> so he goes back out to try the new glasses and do they work this time oh yeah they work this time. Yep. But this is specifically him following their every direction. Where to walk. Yeah. What buttons to everything. push. What he, order to push the buttons in. Yep. 
He, yeah. he gives full control over to what the glasses okay. suggest. Cool. Yep. It has a stronger overlay when we show what it shows. Oh, yeah. Um, and then like, he's like, like Terminator now. I got to get to Yvette and make sure that she knows I'm not such a loser as I was la last time. Yep. He goes to her place. Devin answers. He's like, yeah, you're not needed anymore. Because mm. he's fooling himself into thinking that now that I have these glasses, everything's going to be peachy. Yep. Not interested. Fight ensues. Accidental murder? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe real murder. Oh, like, um, he's getting into a fight. Purposeful. He's, he gets into a fight with him, and it highlights a knife on the shelf. Yeah. And he just, and he just grabs him. it. He just picks him up. Not even really thinking about it. Just picks up a knife, and it highlights like the chest, and he's like, Bam. One hit. Oh, God. And he just goes down. And then Dang. he's standing there. And kills somebody. Yep. Yep. And then you hear Yvette freaking out. She's on the phone with the cops because she called when the fight started because yep. her ex broke in. And started beating up her boyfriend. With a fake superhero costume on now. A, does he actually have a costume? I feel like he's probably ramping up what he can do. Okay. Yeah. What a loser. We're, we're a loser. Man, all these people we write about are losers. I like it. Yeah. It's well, fine. We, write, we know. Yeah. We're losers. Yeah. We are. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, speak for my, speaking for myself. And you are. Yeah. Yeah. I'll speak for me. Uh, and then it shows him... An arrow out the door, mm -hmm. down the stairs, down yep. the street, in an alleyway. As cop, we just have as him cop run. sirens are approaching. Yep, we yep. just have him leave, pursued, exit, stage left, pursued by bear. Love it. Bear? Uh, that's a, it's a, it's the best stage direction ever written from uh, Winter's Night, Shakespeare. Uh, exit, yeah. stage left, pursued by bear. Love it. Uh, no, but he, he leaves being pursued by the cops with the presumption that if he does survive, it's not going to be a nice one because these glasses are going to tell him how... I, I feel like we should also highlight a little bit of a feedback loop where if he expects to be running, the glasses are going to show him the best way to run. Oh, yeah. And they're never going to show him how to remedy it. It's just f continuous running. Love it. Yeah. Um, Rough. Cool. And then you want the script for this last part? Either that or the pitch. I think the pitch meeting would be fun, The too. pitching is probably funnier. Uh, this one seems more dark. It's a little dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. But what do you think of pitch meeting? I mean, that, that seems like a pretty... Before we go into Sad. that, do you want to give our final explanation as to what we're doing? Yes. Hey, if you guys just tuned in, welcome. We really appreciate it. This is Talking Upstream with some nobodies. I'm Zach. Oh, I'm Dylan. That's Dylan over there. Uh, and what we do is every single week, uh, with the help of IBM TV, thank you very much, and this whiteboard, we kind of show people our process in taking a very stupid idea that either me or Dylan has, and then how to work it down into something that we could actually turn to a comic book, mm -hmm. or a, a podcast, or a cartoon, or a movie, depending on whatever it is. We, we like to at least leave here with a completed story. Yeah. And the reason we call it Talking Upstream is because the goal what we're trying to do is talk ourselves up to a streaming service, whether it's Quibi, which is Dylan's favorite, or I'm going to go with Hulu this week. I've been watching a lot of Hulu. You're such a Comcast Am person. I? I don't have Comcast. I have Verizon. Hulu's owned by Comcast. Hulu's owned by Disney. Oh, that, that did change. You're right. Yeah. I, I, yeah. That's why you get weird. I'm stuck in 2017. Yeah, that's why you get the weird X-Men stuff on Hulu and the good stuff on Disney+. Plus. Either way, uh, what we're going through today is the the story that Dylan and I came up with called Appeal. All I'm saying is that if, Doom, uh, if new mutants can still be made... We can make something. Well, it did take them six years, so we can definitely do it. We've only been doing this for seven weeks. That's true. And things have been going pretty well so far. You tell us in the comments whether it's going well. Yeah. Or right on a rock and throw it at me. That's fine, too. Yeah. I did we, that. we accept hateful messages thrown through our window. At least at my body. That's fine. Maybe not the window. Windows oh, are expensive. Right. I can take it. But I was walking around uh, in front of Dollar General the other day, yeah. and this guy pointed at me. He's like, Silicon Angels! 
There was a guy I told you about before. Oh, it was that dude. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, we have one fan out there. We have a couple of fans now. Yeah. Wandering the streets of We have at least five now. fans. We do. Not including Mark, who I think might be a fan, but I don't want to speak think too so. soon. I don't want to speak for him. Okay, so... Yeah, the pitch meeting. We were talking yeah, about what the pitch I think meeting was. I think like. that's a better scene to do a script from, which is him really just razzled, frazzled. He's nervous. He's very nervous. Is he wearing the glasses? I think he puts the glasses on during it as a demonstration. Yeah. And it's like, not, not really working. Maybe you don't know why he's doing certain things, like picking up a pen over and over again. What it's <laughs> <laughs> the prompts only show up to him, but what if they're super delayed? <coughs> oh yeah. So like he goes. So he can't connect to the Wi-Fi here. I'm hungry. Which of these? And it's like a burger and an orange and like a, so soda can. Soda can, and a can of soda, and he goes. No, like something inedible. <laughs> oh, which of these? Would f- better nourish me right now. And he sits there and waits. And mm-hmm. he waits. And he waits. Which of these would be more nourishing to me? Wit. And yep. then the investors are like, I think we have the idea. Yeah. I should have picked something. <laughs> God, I should have picked a burger. Um, I think that's cool. Do you think there's any other characters that we need to throw in here? You did say a mentor. I don't really know why a mentor would be needed. I don't know. I had someone he could, if you, not a mentor, then you just really want me to make a lot more puppets. <laughs> what if he? It, it's not a character that needs to appear. But what if he has someone that he goes to for, like he has a coding forum online? I almost like that this guy is rolling solo. Yeah. I think that makes sense for why he does his own experiments, why sure. he does his own, okay. you know, upgrades. So I think yeah. that that makes sense there. All right. Um, I feel like, uh, let's see, I think this one's kind of, like, wrapped up. You think this is, like, a 45-ish minute thing? I think thing? this doesn't need to be terribly long. No. I really like the idea of doing this as puppets, because it lets us be relatively creative with how we portray stuff. Yeah, I like that a lot. And we are trying to work on more visual yeah. mediums also. Um, what else do you think we need here? I think, oh, uh-oh. Careful. Yeah. I was playing with oh, it earlier, and I think through, I, I think I broke the. Gil's neck. been through a lot. Gil is usually going through a lot. Yeah. Um, he still works though, which is fine. I have big hands. I'm sorry. So everybody, this is Gil. And Gil usually wears it like needs, a. It needs like a, like a, an upper thing in here. The strap. Is there a strap? There's a bottle. Oh. Strap. Learning new things every every See? day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. This thing is... Yeah, it's not bad. Oh, no wonder it's not... <laughs> New Kids on the Block. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. All right. So you can get so, yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, all right. No, there's that. I, I say... I, so if we're doing puppets, I'm just thinking about production stuff we could do. Yeah. Um, real basic sets, even cardboard backings to represent city. Yeah. Apartment. Like crayon drawings. Club. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's cool. Um... We would need, like you said, probably only three detailed puppets. Yeah. Gil could very definitely be one of them. Oh, absolutely. He's right in there. Yeah. Um, I think he just meant Mark. <laughs> or no, that looks more like a Devon. That looks more like a Devon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man. <laughs> no, it, it works very well. Um, All right. We got we to gotta do something here. Yeah. We got to add Let's something. Let's fill out that second... Yeah, okay, cool. So this is him. So we know that we're doing sports stuff. Yeah. So we have sports. 
We have I like that stocks. He, he bets on a sports match. Sport game? It's a match. It's a match? Yeah, always. Because they're on fire. God. So we got to save those reactions for the camera. That was a good eye roll. Uh, I'm um, sorry. I thought I was going to pass out on that one. All right, so we have a sports stock. What yeah. else some that people can make money off of? Something to make money off like of. Like quickly. Um, Does he try to do poker? And sure. He, and yeah, he gambles. Yeah. Yeah, cards or whatever. It tells him where to aim the dice so they land. It analyzes the dice for like imperfections or something. Oh, cool. Um, it. I had, well, it, I had if, if you do a blackjack, it could do like the numbers. Like, yeah, it can yeah. count cards. Count for cards. Him. Yeah, easy. Uh, so does that mean he makes them look like like just standard glasses then? Well, like maybe he's got that curly like the thing that goes around your. So ears. let's say we have like three upgrades, right? We have the first one, which is the like goggles. We have a second one, which is like glasses, and we have a third one, which is like super high tech Batman one. goggles. Yeah, yeah, I think that's cool. cool. So these ones look like just straight glasses. Yeah, and he's just like bopping around, maybe I can yeah. just get by life with these. I like that. I think that's and cool. It shows him living large a little bit. Yeah, but unhappy when he like checks his social media or something, and he sees a post from Yvette about her enjoying her mm -hmm. life as a just life. She she makes cross-stitch patterns and sells them on Etsy. And really good chicken pot pies. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't had chicken pot pie. I've got pie crust in my freezer. I might do that. Oh. Pick up a rotisserie chicken. Yeah. Put the whole chicken in a pot, in a pot pie? Yeah. I don't think that's how you do you it. You ever had a whole chicken pie? No. You can do that. There's bones. Well, yeah, you, you still carve it like a normal chicken. Well, no. Yeah. Why would you do that? That's I a, that's will a show huge you Popeye. the video. That's a huge Popeye. I will show you the video. I don't want to watch another video of yours. I'm not going to make you watch it, but I'll show you that it, it exists. <laughs> he tries to... He, 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 he baked something. He's bad at making food, so he bakes something, and oh, it gives him yeah. the exact recipe to make a beautiful sourdough loaf. Love that. It's <laughs> so poignant. Uh, now he's a great baker. This is like one full thing of montages. I don't think that's a weakness. No, I love a good montage. Yeah. Montages promote great music. What if... And dance fighting. What if he meets another woman and he's trying to woo her and it helps him, but he's never satisfied? He's like... You know what I mean? Yeah, he goes on a date. Yeah. It's successful to her, but not to him. Because mm -hmm. he he's likes like, it better. Oh, you say all the right things. I know. At all the right times. I know. I don't know that that's the right thing. And he goes, oh, sorry. You'll look really nice tonight. <laughs> I found this in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> All right, where are we at, man? We got a little bit of time left. Yeah, we do. We got to figure this out. I think, I think a lot of this is going pretty well. I think this is a pretty good one. Is this When you had pitched Appeal, is this similar to how you had seen it taken? I know, obviously, we swapped from no, cannibalism it, to murder. No, it changed, it changed drastically. Yeah? yeah. What, did you, what did you think originally we were going to do with this? I thought it was more of like... My first initial idea was that it was a guy who trusted too much in the tech right. and just went with whatever okay. it said, which to me was funny to think like yeah. it wouldn't get love. Yeah. So it was mostly like the idea that tech knew emotion and human could not get emotion. Yeah. That was the basic premise. How do you feel about how this is turning out in relation to what you had originally envisioned? Um, it is more of a villain story. Yeah. It's almost an origin story of, of a villain, I see. which is cool. That's um, not a bad idea. That's what I mean. That's what this is. Yeah. This is a guy who. This is why he goes from good to bad. The the predictor. The, you know. <laughs> 
The manipulator. Biometric boy. No, that's <laughs> <laughs> I was going for a bad one. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it, it's a little less on the nose, like, human can't understand emotion, that kind of thing, and more of like, this needs a part two, he needs to have a nemesis now. You know, so I, I, I'm, I'm liking where it's going. I think it's going very well. But wildly different. Yeah. Now, if there was a second one, though, do you think that Yvette would be the hero? Like, maybe she finds... Turns out she found the broken glasses? If so, I think we would need to make it clear in this one that she has that impetus. Because I think that if... Well, he kills Devin at the end. He does, but I think we need to see Yvette more. Well, I think it's very clear that Yvette does not want to be with... No, she's better than... She's too good for him. Yeah. Mark's a loser. I mean, I wasn't going to say that. I will. I think it's... Not only, him. No. Well, I'm just saying... No, really, Mark Lee's a cool guy. You're really feeling some stuff out there. Alright, so we got to add more Yvette in here then. Right? Yeah. Did he respond to me? Yeah, no. He says, how about she makes killer... How about he makes killer apple pie? He meets a hot Brazilian girl ten years younger. Sure. Well, yeah, well, yeah. And, yeah. That's the date. Being young is good, right? As far as I'm aware. Young is good? Young is young (laughs) equals good. Young equals good. So this is a (laughs) young date. (laughs) Uh, And he makes great apple pie. I'm cool with all that. Big win. Pitch meeting. Where do you think this is set? Where do you see this being set? I mean, I'm seeing... Mark not living in the city, but working in the city. Yeah. What does he do for work? He is... He can't be an inventor. That's not a thing anymore. He is a, uh, a, a video game tester. Okay. That that works, actually, pretty well, because it mean he he's used to following prompts like that. Yeah. And he's used to debugging. Right. And it would make his... It would make him, when he wears it, feel more of a game yeah. than actually doing real things. It helps desensitize things. him a little yeah. bit. So it's a video, video games cause violence. Yeah, we yeah. all know that. We've mm-hmm. all played Grand Theft Auto Three. I can't tell you what I want to do after I play Stardew Valley. Explain what that game is to people. Yeah, it's cute. It's adorable. I want to. Oh. I want to run a farm. Oh, I don't know what this game is. Stardew Valley. Yeah, it's like Animal Crossing, but a farm instead of a town. Uh, Animal Crossing is better. I'm sure. You can find us on Animal Crossing and on Pokemon under some nobodies. <laughs> we have an official Pokemon Go. We do have an official now. Pokemon Go, yeah. Wait, do we? Oh, yeah. Huh? Yeah. Who's our, who's our main? What? What like Pokemon our... is our main? Uh, Pikachu. Alright. What? It's marketable, I guess. Duh. What do you want to be? Charizard? No. Ew. Squirtle? No. no. What's the other one? Nidoking. No. You can pick one of the main four. You can't have a team? I haven't played Pokemon Go in three years. Well, you have like your main one. Yeah. And then you have one that follows you, whatever. Yeah, Nido King. Gyarados. Well, I have a Gyarados. Yeah, let's make that our main. I don't think you understand how this game works. I don't think I do, actually. Well, okay. uh, we, you're really telling be, me what to do. <laughs> it used to be that you had a team, and you could have that team fight with you. Yeah, well, no. That's never no? how it was. No. You catch a lot, and then you can make them do whatever you want them to do. Such as fight. But you don't have a team, because you have like hundreds of Pokemon with you. Classic Pokemon games, you have six Pokemon at a time. That's if you go into certain battles or raids. Right. But that would change depending on who you're fighting, because obviously if you're fighting, like, say, a plant type... Nidoking's moveset is... He can be taught anything. That's not this game. 
I think you're talking about the movie or something. No, I think I'm talking about just Pokemon, like the console games, Ugh. the handhelds. Well, you gotta get on the go, buddy. Anyway, this has been some nobody's talking about Pokemon <laughs> Go. <laughs> um, find a new podcast. We're kind, we're kind of doing Pokemon Go. What if he tries playing some sort? He tries hooking up to a game and goes, "This is a waste of time." Yeah, sure. I don't know. He's playing Minesweeper or something, or he's just like, beat it. And this is exactly like it's a puppet, just kind of like. We have a little puppet on a stick arm. Yeah, just flopping. And we make a minesweeper board out of... For the, oh, yeah. for the display board. Yeah, that's cool. All right. I really like the dual presentation aspect of that. We would need to work it out, but I think we could definitely do that. Yeah, I think it's cool. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? For, for the actual... For the puppet show. Well, yeah, there's no way we couldn't do that. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. I'm I am enforcing. I'm reinforcing that I like the idea. Yeah, I, I like the I idea like, that I pitched. You always say that. Um, Somebody I, has to. I do like the idea of the uh, the display board or the like a, a projector, but I also like drawn poster boards. Yeah, just oh, drop yeah. behind it. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Too. Um, I guess we can start making like a a puppet stage. I don't know. It doesn't have to be huge. It does not have to be big. You have a backdrop right here. Where? Oh, that? Behind the computer. Oof. Don't talk about the other part of the studio. You're right. I. That's yeah. a different project. Yeah, we're doing other stuff. Don't you, got, you got irons in the fire. All right, is there anything else you want to work on this? You know, I think we kind of hit this one pretty well. All right. I know we've got some time left. We have about five minutes left. Yeah. So... Is there anything else you want to talk about? I don't th Something, I think... Anything I, that's been on your mind? Been on my mind? Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. No. I'll, I mean, a lot of this has been on my mind this week. Yeah. I'm trying to work out an idea. Yeah. Why? What's on your mind? I was scripting out Poltergeist. I was thinking about Dune. Yeah, a lot of Dune talk. A lot of Dune. A lot of Dune talk. It's a good trailer. I think we should just wrap this up. You think so? I think I we're think good. so. In yeah. order to... Let's, let's, let's not have any dead air. No, there's no sense in that. We, you want to play this out? We got this stuff done. We're going to take this whole week and figure this out. What you can do can next week... guitar. What's that? I can play some guitar. You think people want to see you play the guitar? I mean, I'll give you the guitar. No. It's right. not a party. I only play guitar at parties. Or when you're asked, which is very polite, and I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much. This is uh, Dylan, right? And I'm Zach. We are some nobodies, and this has been Talking Upstream, which is our weekly show yeah. where we have, like, a meeting, and you guys watch our meeting where we figure out a very stupid idea that I usually throw at Dylan, and he teaches me how to work it into something that is actually a story that we could do something with. Yeah. Uh, we thank IBM TV for allowing uh, us to trick them into forcing us to be productive. That's uh, true, yeah. Yeah, without, without this, we would probably skip on a meeting or two, but that would really <laughs> No, uh, we really do appreciate IBM TV giving us a platform with which we can talk to you about the creative process. This is an abridged version of what we normally do mm -hmm. um, in an attempt to fit it into 90 minutes. And really, you know, we're here to make sure that people understand that if you have a good idea... You can spin it out into something. It does not take anything. We have zero. We, we got very few resources, and yet here we are making stuff that people would potentially be interested in making. Yeah, true. Um, and the point is that we're not really trying to say that this story is great. What we're trying to do is show you a way to work your stories from an idea down to something that you you think is great. Yeah. I think this is great, and it's something we really enjoy. Yeah. Um, we write for ourselves, but we also write to be accessible for other people. That's true. Um, you can't write wholly for yourself unless you... Don't intend to show it to anybody. Yeah, which is fine. Journaling—we call that journaling. Mm -hmm. um, which is, I journal. I don't. Yeah, it's a good way to process what you feel. Yeah, if you need to. Um, but 
I think that's it. Yeah. yeah. And if you want to see more of what we can do, you can always go to somenobodies.com. If you want to support this, because we have some things working down the pipeline that we're really trying to get moving, if you want to support us in all those endeavors, you can go to patreon.com backslash somenobodies. Yep. You can listen to a couple podcasts that we do. We do a podcast called The Podcast Podcast, a podcast show, where Dylan and I find seven weird podcasts each week, and then we review them down. Mm-hmm. You can also find us on... Our first show, which is called Silicon Angels, you can download that anywhere, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Silicon Angels, yeah. is a scripted show that Dylan wrote out that we do with our crew, and it's an improv-style thing about uh, the tech world yeah. and the mishaps that can go with that. Oh, yeah. Um, we also do a review of Lovecraft Country, which comes on oh. tonight. If you guys are HBO subscribers and you're watching our show and you would like a little company to podcast, just go anywhere, type in some nobodies, and you'll see that. Yeah, you can find us anywhere online like that. Um Shout out to everybody who's allowing this to happen. Yeah. And we do have a couple of Patreons that we have to say thanks to real fast. So mm. Scott Curtis, Sarah Tachachkik, and we have uh, Tanya Shok. No, Shek. No, Tanya Shek. Correct. Also Podroom. If you're into yeah. podcasts and you want to talk to us or anybody watching our podcast, you can go to Podroom. And that's a very cool app. And they are official sponsors. So nobody says. Yeah. Cool. And Mark is asking what's happening in Colorado. The smoke has cleared up slightly. I think the fires are getting under control of some sort, at least out here. Yeah, we had a little bit of a cold weather come in and some snow we the other did. day, which really calmed some stuff it down. It is already so. gone. It's bad. California's still bad, but... I mean, the snow is already gone. Oh, so it's Yes, gone. no, yeah, like, we are, we are okay. Focus your attention on the West Coast. Yeah. Thank you. Be well out there, everybody. Bye, friends.